We're back here on the big show, KTGR, KTGR.com, and the KTGR app. Andy and Brendan here and in spring training mode as we speak with uh, everybody getting set for the first uh, few games coming up starting this week. And so uh, the Cardinals and Royals getting themselves ready, and we're getting ourselves ready. The injury expert, Will Carroll, certainly ready. He joins us here on the KTGR hotline. You can find him on Twitter, at Injury Expert, and subscribe now to his newsletter, underthenife.substack.com, to read his great stuff about uh, Major League Baseball injuries all season long. Well, we're going to get to the pro sports as we usually do uh, as uh, in just a little bit, but wanted to start with kind of a, a more local college uh, injury that has popped up here. Sam Horn, uh, one of the more favorite uh, dual sport athletes here at the University of Missouri, both a pitcher and a uh, a quarterback uh, was the backup last year for Eli Drinkwitz and uh, it, it appears uh, according to the reports uh, from powermazoo.com that he's going to have Tommy John surgery uh, that coming right before the start of the uh, of the season for Mizzou baseball which just started last weekend so uh, just kind of give some context of what this might mean for a guy at his age you know very early 20s having this type of surgery at this point in his career and you know what that could mean for his his dual sport status I guess going forward yeah, that, that's going to be the interesting part is the timing of it, what it means for is he going to stay a two-sport guy, which has always been a question. At what point is he going to have to choose? There's not many that go the Deion Sanders route. Uh, but there's lots of guys that play both, uh, especially through college. We've seen it. You know, Kyler Murray uh, was, was a top draft pick of the Oakland A's, actually signed with them and, and gave the bonus back uh, to go and play uh, pro football, which – Seems pretty good decision right now. Um, so this isn't a death sentence by any stretch of the imagination. There are a lot of college pitchers that are going to have this injury, and it's it's unfortunate, but it is uh, part of the game at this stage. So that uh, you know, if it's uh, let's let's start with the, the idea that it's just classic Tommy John. That would mean he's out for this baseball season, would likely be ready to come back at the start of next or pretty close. Uh, and then for football, it would wipe out his season. However, remember, it's not that long ago that Brock Purdy had a similar procedure that uses an internal brace. Uh, if that's the case, he could be back, not for this baseball season, but could be back towards the start of next football season. We saw Purdy came back, uh, you know, college season start a little bit earlier, so it would be a little bit close, but Purdy looked pretty ready at the start of camp. So I think if he had that type of surgery now, uh, we don't know whether he's going to do it. Look for who the surgeon is for a key to that. If it's Keith Meister or Neil Elitrash, uh, there's certainly uh, an idea that that it would go that way. Uh, if he has that, there is the chance that he could be ready to play at the start of the football season and certainly be ready the following baseball season. That would be 25. Well, yeah, and again, it's it all depends, I guess, on the type of procedure that he's having, or maybe yeah. the. I guess does it depend on how he injured it? With it, whether it was a football, it didn't seem that it was a football play. It seemed that this popped up as yeah. he was ramping up for baseball season, and he dealt with a forearm strain last year too, which didn't seem to be as serious. But I guess it just depends on the 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 surgery that he's having to repair whatever caused the injury or what uh, what the damage was from whatever he was doing. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't really matter how it happens. You know, javelin throwers get this a lot. Um, you know, we, we see normal people that have it, this kind of injury. Uh, mountain bikers have it a lot, but don't need it repaired in most cases. Uh, so it, how it happened really doesn't matter. It's the the location of the injury, uh, how complete the rupture is, uh, really where on the ligament uh, the tearing is. Uh, will come down to which uh, treatment is most appropriate. Yeah, for sure. And we'll see if there's any, any info that comes out about that. But uh, probably uh, we'll just have to wait and see on the recovery process for a guy like Sam Horn uh, looking to be out. For sure for baseball season, probably for uh, football season as well. Well, Carol, the injury expert here on the big show, KTGR and KTGR.com, to some uh, pro baseball stuff. Uh, it seems that the Cardinals, with how they're getting uh, – a lot of new pitchers acclimated mm-hmm. to what their system is. And I'm sure it helps, you know, with uh, nothing against the World Baseball Classic. It's a great event, but I'm sure the Cardinals happy to have everybody in the same room, which was not yeah. the case last year, especially when you have a new catcher coming in and Wilson Contreras. And then the results of him not maybe being on the same page as, uh, as most of the pitchers there for the Cardinals resulted in some, uh, some tension early in the season. So now that it, it seems that everybody's uh, starting to get on the same page with a new crop of pitchers all of a sudden it it's setting up probably a little bit better for success yeah and this is virtually an entirely new uh pitching staff so it's not like you have somebody coming in um this is not a knock against adam wainwright or anyone else but they had a set way of doing things they were used to yadier molina they were having to adjust and it was unfortunate that Contreras wasn't there however how it was handled i mean that was a complete mess and yet, when you look at Contreras' stats, if you're just looking down his baseball reference page, it, offensively and defensively, the numbers look almost exactly the same to every other season. He did what they signed him to do. It just took that weird soap opera turn in the middle. So I don't think this should be a problem if they just handle it normally. Uh, he's going to have to learn a bunch of new pitchers. The coaches are going to have to learn a bunch of new pitchers. I don't think you know the whole Cardinals way or even some systematic thing is going to be that big a change. It's a very veteran staff. Um, you know, basically what they got to do is get them healthy. I don't think any pitching coach in the league is going to tell Lance Lynn or Kyle Gibson something new. Uh, they've got to figure out what makes Sonny Gray successful in those up years and avoid the things he gets in his down years. Uh, they've got to get everybody on the same page. They've got to figure out how this pitching staff is going to be configured uh, and they've got to keep them healthy. You know, I, I know they say they want the pitchers going deep. Yeah. These are guys who can, but uh, I think they've got to configure this staff in a way that's going to keep them healthy over the course of the season. Cause they just don't have a lot of depth. Yep, that'll be really important going forward for the Cardinals. Will Carroll, the injury expert, with us here on the big show, KTGR and KTGR.com. You know, it was funny, Will. I was you know, listening to one of our National Sports Center updates the other day, and I, I hear the words, Rob Manfred says that he's going to retire, and my ears perked up all of a sudden, and yeah. then I hear the words, in 2029. Oh, okay, I guess uh, that's maybe not as uh, as big a deal. But hey, it, it is uh, certainly something to, uh, to watch for uh, with Major League Baseball, uh, changing hands it looks like five years from now uh what'd you make of the news and, and maybe the the what comes after that uh with manfred setting essentially his exit date as commissioner 
Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of events that, that have happened. You know, first the CDA got done and the rule changes, and Manfred's been really putting his hands on everything in baseball, it's, it's even more than Bud Selig. Bud Selig changed the game in ways I don't think people realize. Um, Manfred has done almost as much. Uh, you know, the rule changes alone would be the big thing, taking over the minor leagues, the whole one baseball initiative. Um, they've kind of lost the lead in, in terms of media. Uh, the NBA has been more innovative. The NFL is obviously the monster. Um, they're never going to be that. But the MLS is challenging them and has an innovative media deal. So the next media deal getting through this RSN desert is going to be big for him. Uh, there's one more CBA on the horizon, which is, you know, he's a labor lawyer. That's what he does. If we can get through 2026 uh, without uh, another stoppage, that would be a feather in his cap. Um, but the, the question now is what comes after him? Uh, you know, there were some knives out for him leading into his last contract. Uh, a lot of people thought Theo Epstein was going to be the guy. Now Theo Epstein is back with the Red Sox and advisory thing. Could he be the guy again? Probably not. I don't think he w- he would have exited had he thought this was going to be his job. So is it going to be one of the in-house guys? Uh, I think it's going to be a media guy. I think there's going to be some push for that. Um, you know, the Big Ten commissioner, Tony Petiti, was the guy who set up MLB Network. Could he come back if uh, the SEC and the Big Ten merge? And yes, that's very likely. Uh, it, there's so many things that are possible. But I think what it really sets up is if we can get to that 2026 CBA, I think that sets up uh, two major things, which is establishing the two wayward franchises in Oakland slash L.A. slash Salt Lake City slash Sacramento. What the heck are they going to be? And the other is Tampa Bay. Those two have had uh, stadium problems for better than a decade. And if they can solidify those or move them, then uh, yeah, that sets everything up for expansion. And depending on how those two land, that's going to say where the next two MLB franchises are going to be. That could be really interesting. So again, that's almost in this uh, five-year span that we're talking about here, whether Manfred is setting up the foundation for that or if uh, someone else is going to take the torch and and, and try to lead it their way. Yeah, Yeah, he'll do it because it is going to be a billion-dollar number. Uh, he has to know the number. So the media deals coming up in 2026, along with the CBA in 2026, set up everything else. Look, if Tampa Bay can get that stadium done in the same location, I don't think it solves anything, but at least it locks them in. If Oakland can figure out where they're going to be, you know, right now it's looking like they're going to Sacramento for a couple of years. What are they going to be? The Oakland A's of Sacramento, the LA Angels of Sacramento. <laughs> what, what the heck are we going to call them? Oh, uh, Salt Lake City is very serious about getting them there for a couple of years. They'll, they'll actually have two stadiums. Their Triple A team is moving to a new stadium. They would put the A's in the new stadium, uh, which is uh, twelve thousand expandable to fifteen with some temporary seats, uh, and they would leave the Triple A stadium or Triple A team in the old stadium for a couple of years. It's still a fine stadium, but a little bit disappointing. Um, We'll we'll see how that works, um, or if it does. Uh, It all comes down to, again, TV money. But Salt Lake City and Nashville are thought to be the big leaders. I don't think that's the case. I think Oakland (laughs) 
you know, Oakland has some stadium plans. Well, they've got rich people who live in that area that want to own a team, including the Warriors owners. Um, they've got a lot of possibilities. Plus, they could sue. They could say MLB and Fisher didn't uh, negotiate in good faith. We've seen that a lot, where teams go back to where they were. Kansas City, you know, when the A's left, here come the Royals. Cleveland, when when uh, the, the Ravens, the Browns left to become the Ravens, they got the Browns' name back in a couple of years. We've seen that over and over. Charlotte, same thing. Uh, the, the Bobcats are, what were they? They were the Hornets. Hornets, Hornets yeah. Steve, yep. <laughs> became the Bobcats, and then they got the Hornets name back. <laughs> we see a lot of that. So it would not stun me at all to see Oakland as a strong contender. Salt Lake City, Nashville, uh, Monterey uh, is serious about it, but I don't think the, the political climate will allow for that. Uh, there's a lot of interesting ones, but we got to figure out Tampa and, and the athletics. For sure. Will Carroll, the injury expert here on the big show, KTGR. What's new at Under the Knife, Will? Getting ready for the season. Unfortunately, a lot of injuries. We've got some some guys uh, ready to go. Uh, Shohei Otani hitting home runs. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton looking like he's been on Ozempic. Uh, so we're we're getting ready for the season. A lot of good stuff there. Yeah, so it's great info to go and get. So go and subscribe to his newsletter, underthenife.substack.com. Will Carroll, the injury expert, joining us here on the Big Show KTGR. Thanks, Will, for coming on as always. Hope all is well. We'll talk again soon. Thanks a lot, man.